0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Apply. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios. This is Out of Bounds. I love it, actually. I mean, I love it because it, it shows the
1: tenacity that you have out there on the field. I mean, of course, we don't want to get penalized for it or make a, a bad mistake that'll cost us the game, but just having that hunger, everybody emotions high, everybody's their mentality, that dog mentality, just bringing the best out of each other. I mean, it's iron, sharpening iron in that. So, I mean, we know heated situations are going to happen in football. So, I mean, just not being, not getting too carried away in those moments to where it hurt, us, hurt the team and affect the team and also hurt yourself. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin we won't go on a shell, we won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On a one oh three seven, the buzz with my boobay tastes like too late
2: for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your western girl with my face stuff. I know that it's good. do you sit it on my taste, blood? I can't wait to betty once you let me do the extras. Pull up for your black and break it down. We play trust I AM to the PM. I quit this season. I still beat the greatest funk. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in the spiral. Soprano see, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know. Tell them be humble. Hold up. Sit down. Be humble.
3: Two hours down, one hour to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsme Market Studios, with you today, and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon has been a great Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, as uh, we've been reacting to everything over the sports weekend, and knowing that we're 12 days away from Razorback football, getting kicked off, excited about that. And in fact, we have college football actually this Saturday, if you can believe it, that uh, we can at least enjoy and have some fun with, too. But we'll talk about all of that and a lot more let's be honest about it as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio friend of the show as well as the Aaron Torres podcast and Aaron as always buddy appreciate you joining us how you doing on this hot afternoon in the middle of August
4: uh I'm good it's not as hot where I am I mean we survived a hurricane and an earthquake yesterday no big deal that's just what we do out here um the weather's actually breaking nice out here. It feel It feels like football weather. It's like warm, but not oppressive. And uh, I know you just said it, John. I can't believe that we're already here. Uh, I think because of that, like two weeks of realignment and expansion and contraction craziness, it kind of stuck up on us. But I'm good. I hope you guys are good, and I hope all Razorback Nation is good.
3: Yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. We're definitely good, Aaron. And also, um, you know, the hurricane was a rarity in itself. But then uh, there were tornadoes also that you were having to deal with?
4: Well, I missed the tornado, but there was that, there was a hurricane. I mean, the wet, the winds were strong. I mean, it, I, you know, I'm from Connecticut. I'm from the East Coast. So I, I've survived a hurricane or two in my day. This wasn't, you know, extreme by any stretch, but there was an earthquake right in the middle. So, um, So it was a crazy day yesterday. It was a crazy day, but, you know, I can't speak for everybody, but... You know, the people closest to me, everybody's okay, you know, no major property damage, nothing like that. Uh, But it was pretty surreal. I was actually supposed to travel yesterday, and, you know, you think late October, you know, late whatever it is, August, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, And there was a freaking hurricane in Southern California for the first time in 100 years. So um, whatever, it's all good. I survived. (laughs) You know, like I said, everybody that that I'm closest with as well, I don't want to speak for others. Uh, but it was it was definitely a crazy day. It was definitely a hunker down, allowed me to get some stuff done kind of day. And, uh, yeah, it was a surreal day, but everything's good over here.
3: Yeah, it was weird seeing Dodger Stadium surrounded by water. Like, that, that was a crazy scene and a crazy picture. But glad to know that everything's okay with you, Aaron. And, you know, knowing that uh, we got college football coming up uh, this week, too, you know, we were kind of discussing it's week zero because it's not a full week of college football. But still, uh, yeah, you have a lot of teams of interest that – uh, are going to be at least checking out this week. But you got USC going up against San Jose State, and then uh, you have the you know the mighty Hawaii uh, Warriors coming into, into Vanderbilt into Nashville. So even though there may not be the marquee matchups of Week Zero, there's still some plenty of good stuff, especially some of these West Coast teams to be watching for college football.
4: Yeah, and I think you know the big one that you didn't mention, John, Notre Dame Navy. And I'll say like you know Notre Dame, do they move the needle? even now like they did three or four years ago on Brian, No, but I'll tell you, you know, the kid Sam Harkin, that they got a quarterback, uh, I forget the number, 75, 76, something like that, touchdown passes over the last two years at Wake Forest. And so, you know, two things is one, and, and I know the three of us have talked about this a lot in basketball, but you have a lot of these older guys that have the opportunity to come back to one more year of college uh, decide that, hey, let me try something different, let me go somewhere different. I think in the case of Sam Hartman, played for an ACC title a few years ago and felt like, hey, let, let, let me try this at the highest level of competition. But from Notre Dame's perspective, they really, it, it's weird, because you think of Notre Dame as, as kind of a program that should be able to recruit elite quarterbacks, and they really haven't had really good quarterback play in a long time that I can remember. I mean, Ian Book was solid there's a couple other guys that were solid, but I don't know about a game-changer at that position. So that's, to me, probably the most intriguing storyline of Week 0. As you said, Caleb Williams and that Heisman Trophy, uh, they're on debut not far from where I live. Unfortunately, it's on the Pac-12 network, uh, so I don't know how many people will actually be able to see it. But I, I love Week 0. I think it's always a good kind of dip your toe in the water for what's to come in Week 1. And so I'm really excited for Saturday, and then obviously... Once we get through week zero, I mean, it's full speed ahead with that first Thursday night a few
5: weeks from now. Yeah, for now, just kind of getting a taste of it. Is there a game on the schedule that you see that could be maybe a sneaky competitive game? Because I'm looking at Ohio and San Diego State. Don't You know, you're closer to it as far as San Diego State knowing what they look like. But uh, it seems like that could be a pretty sneaky good game for this first week.
4: Yeah, I, I think that's one. I'll say this. Is I don't know if it's competitive guys, Vanderbilt's not terrible. Like, like, and and I know again, does it move the needle, does it not? I don't know. They won, I think, three SEC games last year. Like, they beat Florida last year. Kentucky, they beat Kentucky. Um, and the great Will Levis, the, the mighty Will Levis. So, I think Vanderbilt's kind of interesting because they actually return a lot from a team that almost made a bowl game. So, as far as a like, competition is concerned, Joe, I, I don't know that anything stands out as like must-watch, whatever. But even those Power 5 teams that a uh, Vanderbilt normally wouldn't be front and center. Um, Notre Dame-Navy, I think, is kind of a, a cool historic rival, but on a big Saturday, is that a game that we're watching over the big SEC and big 10 games and whatever? So I'm just excited to see a couple of these teams for the first time and, and really just allow us to kind of get a good look at some of these teams. And then obviously, as I said a minute ago, it all, it all really kind of ramps up that following Thursday.
3: So speaking about USC, Aaron, you know, it doesn't happen too often, but when we see a Heisman Trophy winner return for another season in college football, and that case of what we're seeing from Caleb Williams, the question always gets thrown around of, oh, can they be the first repeat Heisman Trophy winner uh, in 30, 40 years, however long it's been? And when you see Caleb Williams, you see what he's got, you see the situation he's in with USC, I feel like there's a great chance he could do it again, never really know, but what do you make of the chances of him being able to repeat as a Heisman Trophy winner this season?
4: Yeah, John, I think it's a great point, and, and it was funny. I mean, even watching the Mandel documentary over the last week or so, I'm sure you guys talked about it. When a guy wins a Heisman, there's always a lot of distractions, and it's not just Johnny Mandel. It was, um, you know, whoever, Jameis Winston. If you remember that off season, it was the crab legs. It was one thing after another. And so, Caleb Williams, I think he does just from a distance. I, I know a lot of people at USC, I obviously don't know Caleb Williams on any personal level, but he feels like a kind of kid that really does a good job of keeping the main thing the main thing. Now, you know, does he show up courtside at a game here or there? You know, everybody's allowed to, to be outside of the football facility, you know, here and there, but he seems like a kid that really has a level head and again keeps the main thing the main thing keeps the focus on football doesn't have too many interests outside of football and on top of that you have obviously the coach to do it you're certainly going to have the high profile games the back half of their schedule was loaded with at oregon at notre dame i think you uh, um, utah at home i think in, is in that stretch as well so high profile games the right kid the right coach and Guys, it goes without saying, like, it, part of the reason Caleb Williams won the Heisman last year, not only was he awesome, his team needed him to be awesome every single game. And I don't know that that defense is going to be that much better. Where if Caleb Williams takes a step back, like, like for them to repeat an 11 1 regular season and be in contention and maybe go to the playoffs, they'll probably need him to be very good again, just because I think the defense will be improved, but will it be improved enough? So, I'm with you, John. Sometimes when these guys come back, they get almost like, quote-unquote, too famous or there's too much around them or too, there's a little nonsense in the off season. like I said, with Jameis Williams. It seems like this kid has done a great job of kind of staying level-headed after the success that he had last year.
5: The one thing that Caleb Williams will have in his favor, you know, you mentioned the defense may not be that much better, but they are going to be – they should be improved slightly. But uh, the Lincoln-Riley offense, we know that that's set yeah. up for – the quarterback to have a lot of success, and they are replacing some pieces, which all teams are. Jordan Addison, one of the best receivers in the country, but we know that USC is loaded with offensive talent. But that offensive scheme and system is something that'll work to his advantage.
4: Zero doubt, and the, I think the more interesting kind of bigger picture conversation, and this is something I've been saying for six, eight weeks now, is especially in the post, you know, Pac-12 breakup. What kind of sucks is that I, I, I truly believe this is the best the Pac-12 has been that it, across the board that I can remember, and I and I think there are five or six really good teams in this league. I mean, Washington quietly won 11 games last year, Oregon won 10 games, Bo Nix finally seemed to find kind of a landing spot that made sense for him and, and really played very well. Oregon won 10 games, Oregon State won 10 games, Colorado is really interesting, um, I also think, by the way, that's what's going to make it tough for USC to kind of run the table and really put themselves in position to make the college football playoff. I think there's a lot of really good teams in that league. So, um, again, it, you know, RIP to the back 12. It's kind of sad that the way things went down. But this last year, there's going to be some really good football on, on everybody's TV late at night, uh, uh, late, late into the season.
3: So, Aaron, we mentioned about the, the possibility of Caleb Williams being a back-to-back Heisman winner for the first time in a long time. Let's talk about Georgia and being a – Harry's having a chance to be the first three-time winner, or at least a three-peat winner, here since – what was it, Minnesota in the 30s or whenever it was. Yeah. And it's kind of like when I start thinking about it, I'm like, I think as, as c- crazy as it is, I would put money on Georgia winning three straight than I would on Caleb Williams. And not only would I say that, but I'm like – I don't see anybody out there that I feel like can beat Georgia, especially if they make it to a national championship game right now.
4: That's the big thing. Is like if they get in that fourteen playoff, it's like you know. I mean, it, it, you know, whatever team that if the Big Twelve champ is, let's just use Texas hypothetically, and I don't think Texas. I think Texas is overrated again, bluntly. But like, is Texas going to be battle tested enough to beat Georgia? I don't know. Like. Clemson. I was looking at Clemson's schedule. They they play two marquee games. They play Notre Dame and they play Florida State both at home. Like, are they going to be battle-tested enough? So, to answer your question, John, I actually agree. Now, this is college football. Weird stuff happens. I do think it's really hard to keep a group motivated for three straight years. I mean, most of these guys really haven't experienced failure at any high degree at Georgia as college football players. So, that's the tough part is kind of internally – And that's part of it. And then the other part of it is they're the best team, but also, and it's not a big secret. Everybody's discussed it for the last couple months, but the schedule is just very, very, very advantageous. Yeah. You have to go to Tennessee late in the year, but you get Ole Miss at home and Auburn on the road. Those are your cross division games. I think both those teams will be fine, but they're nowhere near the caliber of Georgia kentucky i think will be better but they're nowhere near the caliber of georgia so that's the big thing is they're talented they're well coached I, you know, i'll be honest guys i was around them last year for the national championship game i was so impressed how they they kind of compartmentalize things and um whatever like I, they're just a really impressive group and i know they've had some off the off the field issues but on the field they're just a really impressive group and so i bring it up to say like I kind of agree with you, John. It sounds crazy, and obviously it feels like college football is getting to a place where there's a little bit more balance. SEC is probably not as top-heavy with 1-2 as it's been in the past. Pac-12 will be improved. Texas has improved. Uh, Florida State's improved. But at the end of the day, it's going to be really hard to beat Georgia. It, 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 like I said, if they get in with the experience that they've had, unless it's in Alabama or Ohio State or somebody with comparable talent, I just can't see them losing once they actually get in. And again, what is the pathway to them not getting in is the bigger question. And that, that's really hard to find two losses on that schedule.
5: At this point, you taking Georgia or the field or, and uh, who's the biggest competition for them?
4: I take the field. Just, I mean, come on, it's one team. um, You know, but I think, I think it's a fair question. I think it's a fair question, Joe. I would take the field. I would say a couple things stand out. One, I'm still not selling on Alabama. I get that the quarterback has to get figured out. I do think Nick Saban is recommitting to power football, to not being so quarterback centric. Because last year they just they relied so heavily on Bryce Young, and it wasn't just that they lost two games, but Bryce Young was great in those two games, and it was because the defense couldn't get off the field that that was the issue. Then, oh by the way, Bryce Young had to save another game or two. So I think Alabama's there. I'll be honest, guys. Maybe I get clowned for saying this in the long term. I really do like Michigan, though, man, because, like, everyone is so, oh, Michigan, they'll make it to the playoff, but they haven't won it. It's like, if you go back and look at that TCU game, I'm not making excuses. I'm just stating facts. They outgained TCU by over 100 yards. Uh, J.J. McCarthy threw two pick-sixes in that game, um, and they still almost won. Like, let me just... The quarterback threw two pick-sixes in that game. They fumbled on the goal line. There was a call-over turn. You go back to that game, they should have won that game. I don't think they were beating Georgia last year, but with McCarthy back, basically the whole skill position group is back. The defense has NFL guys all over. And I think that's the big thing, right, is what I just said, is you got to have those NFL bodies. And people are saying that Michigan maybe has more guys that will be drafted in the next NFL draft. Now, Georgia across the board has more guys. Alabama probably too. But Michigan has NFL bodies, so I would say Alabama or Michigan. I know that's not a very like hot, uh, you know, strong opinion. That's outside the norm. I think those teams were two and three in the AP poll, but those are probably the teams that probably come to mind as best suited to beat Georgia.
3: All right, real quick, before I let you get out of here, Aaron, because I know you got to run. You mentioned the Johnny Manziel documentary. I wanted your thoughts on it real quick. Just uh, with your overview of it. I thought it was really good, but I wanted it to be almost longer. Wanted to get more information, yeah. but uh, pretty fascinating. I can't wait for the uh, Florida Gator one to come out too.
4: Absolutely. No, I I agree with everything you said, John. I I did think it felt like they kind of glossed over the NFL portion of things. Like You know, people would ask the day or two after you see it, how much did they talk about the NFL stuff? And it felt like they crammed a lot of really important stuff into, what, 10, 12, 15 minutes at the end. But I I guess what I would say is it did change my perspective on Manziel a little bit. I, I, I think, guys, it struck me is that a couple things. One... First of all, the NCA stuff, I'm usually, I'm not as anti-NCA as everybody else, but the way that they framed it did make sense where Johnny Manziel could get frustrated. Of, you know, Kevin Sumlin got a big raise out of it. Cliff Kingsbury got a job out of it. The school got hundreds of millions of dollars. Forgive Johnny Manziel for going to get some cash on his own. So that, but also, I don't think I realized until I rewatched it how quick the rise was I mean they did a good job of really painting hey a week or two before the season this kid gets arrested and on the public uh, on the local news uh, they don't even know how to pronounce his name (laughs) and literally three months later he beats Alabama and he's the biggest star in college football and so you know I I think it made it me a little bit more sympathetic to Manziel I give him credit for telling his story in totality He didn't dodge questions. He didn't deny stuff. He talked about drug use. He talked about substance abuse. I give him credit for the transparency. I actually really, really, really enjoyed it, John, as well. Excited for the Gators documentary as well. But I I really did like that Johnny Mandel documentary.
3: Yeah, hopefully the Gators uh, end up covering a lot more than what the Manziel part did, and hopefully it's longer. Cause, I hope so. Yeah, because it has to be longer than an hour and ten minutes. Uh, it just has to be because there's so much to unfold there. But uh, either way, it's going to be enjoyable. But Aaron, hey man, as always, we appreciate you joining us. Great stuff. Enjoy the week, and glad you uh, survived all the crazy weather out there, man. I know we'll be catching up with you later down the road.
4: Yes, sir. Whenever you guys need me, happy to join. Thank you, and we'll talk soon, fellas. Thank you.
3: All right, appreciate it. Again, that was Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio and the Aaron Torres podcast joining us on the hotlines there too. And you know, that's another thing I was gonna would bring up with Aaron, but he technically did, I guess, was talking about the you know the crazy weather that's been going out there in California with the tropical storm. And if you haven't seen the pictures of Dodger Stadium with water surrounding, like it's almost a surreal thing. But between that and with the hurricanes and then the tornadoes, and then you talk about in Hawaii with all the issues with the the, the fires and everything, it's just been pretty insane for weather uh, and uh, everything for the climate out there, the West Coast and into Hawaii. So uh, it, it's it's always one of those things I find really fascinating because it's like you know we see crazy phenomenons happen in weather all the time, but. Like over the past couple of years, we've seen some pretty pretty crazy things. I wouldn't have ever guessed that we'd see. Absolutely, for Southern California, they had weather
5: that they haven't had in a number of years, with tornadoes. They don't get many of those, and then hurricanes
3: haven't had it in. Aaron said almost a hundred years or so. That's insane. Because wasn't it? Was it last year or two years ago? It's like Florida, maybe South Florida got snow, like at, at some point. I thought maybe I, so. Yeah, the weather's been crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's it's. Uh, I think weather's always ever-changing and ever-crazy because, like, right now we're talking about how hot it is here. It's like, you know, I've, I saw people talking about it. it's, like, the hottest it's ever been. It's miserable and everything, which it is, no doubt. But I uh, also laughed because uh, I looked it up in, I guess, uh, is it 10 years ago, 13 years ago, somewhere in there. But uh, it snowed on this day in Arkansas. <laughs> I mean, probably <laughs> that, so now, at that some point. That would impressive. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past this state when it comes to their weather. But it was like it was like something similar to where it was like just as hot, or at least like the temperatures were just as hot. So sometimes it's just cyclical, I guess. You know, it comes around. But there were yeah. people in Southern California because they don't see that type of weather. They were outside dancing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you can always tell if uh, if a certain area does not get weather like that very often on how the reaction can be. You and, know? and that's what it was, California, this past winter. Um, Or even at the beginning of the year, they were getting snow. And it was... So that's what it was. Okay, because they were like, you know, couldn't believe it. They were just like, what is this white powdery stuff? How how do you handle this? Because I could be wrong, but I doubt many places there, especially in Southern California, have snow plows. It doesn't seem like something that would be very fitting for what they would be doing, but... Uh, so they've gotten
5: some historic weather within less than a year's time. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's, it's across unbelievable. the board. It's
3: craziness. It's craziness what's going on out there. But what's not crazy is we're up against so it. we got to take a break. When we come back, we'll get some other storylines. we got some text messages that we'll read as well. 501-661-1037 is the number to call or text in. More Out of Bounds on Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. Coming up next.
0: If you're a lover of the outdoors, be sure to catch Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors Monday evenings at 7 here on 1037 the Buzz. Ray and co-host Brian Hendricks, outdoor editor of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, explore the natural state and much much more. All the fun is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors, Monday evenings at 7 here on 1037 the Buzz. <laughs> Sports Center. The Arkansas Razorbacks
1: football team finished their fall camp with their second and final scrimmage on Saturday. Afterwards, Coach Sam Pittman spoke to the media about how he feels about his team.
6: They're physical, the heat, was a little bit of a problem with emotions today, uh, that we've got to get under control. We will, and uh, we got a good culture. We, we, I think our kids like each other. I think they love each other, and they play hard. And you're going to win a lot of games being able to do that. we got a tough football team.
1: We are now just 12 days away from Arkansas kicking off their season against Western Carolina at War Memorial Stadium. And tonight in the NFL, there is one preseason game. The Ravens will take on the Commanders at 7. Coverage can be seen on ESPN. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
2: In sports, every coach is looking for the winning combination. Archmarine and North Lurike is no different. The reason being, they have the winning combination. G3 boats with a Yamaha motor. Your granddaddy trusted Archmarine, so can you. Tired of all that laboring? Get ready to take a break from hard work with Lazy Boy's Labor Day Sale. Save up to 50% off store-wide. From cozy couches to stylish sectionals, Lazy Boy has everything you need to create the perfect living space and a chair that's all yours. A wide selection of furniture for every room. With unbeatable prices, upgrade your home decor without breaking the bank. Don't miss out on your chance to save big. Visit Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor,
0: Shackleford Galleries of Little Rock today. August here and so is the start of spooky season. Stores are packed with Halloween decor, candy and costumes and car dealerships are flaunting interest rates that would scare Freddy Krueger. It's not that way at Watney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock. Guadney's offering rates as low as 0.9%. This year say no to candy corn, circus peanuts, licorice and four cylinder full size trucks. Guadney Buick GMC's trucks have too many features, too much power and twice the cylinders. Why go buy a full size truck with a four cylinder when you can get the 5.3 liter V8 with an additional $32.50 off at Guadney Buick GMC? Buying a car doesn't have to be scary, and shopping at Guadney never is. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501 945 4444. Guadney Buick GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with brew credit.
6: Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for Life.
1: What's your Oaklawn? Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious Astral Spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
2: It's time for the 2023 Central Arkansas Tailgate Extravaganza at War Memorial Stadium. Friday, September 1st from 5 till 10. Saturday from 11 till kickoff. Delectable cuisine, exquisite beverages, captivating melodies, and jubilant camaraderie. Tickets, tables, corporate packages available. To choose your experience, visit CentralArkansasTailgate.com. Central Arkansas Tailgate, brought to you by Globe Life and Tyson. Join Morning Mayhem at The Butcher Shop for the big day breakfast benefiting youth home. From 7 to 9 a.m., be treated to Little Rock's best steak and eggs, along with biscuits, juice, milk, and coffee, all for $15.
0: Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hog's Meat Market, where they have sliced head deli meats and cheeses. Hog's Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn you yeah. On 103.7 The Buzz.
3: out here on Reaction Monday and folks you've heard the news about so many Chevys that are flying out of Guadagni Chevrolet and that the Arkansas Freeway Patrol has finally put up traffic cameras one look at a Guadney Chevrolet's August offers pretty easy to see why when you have a great deal with the 2023 Equinox $2,500 off 1.9% interest how about that or how about a 2023 high country with over $6,000 off Silverado RST brand new 2023 $9,000 off I mean, you're not getting deals like that anywhere else. And they also have this deal with the cell phones that I'm sure you've heard all the commercials about. And, yes, it is legitimate. All you got to do is bring in an old phone, and instead of trading it for a new phone like a lot of people do, trade it in for a down payment on your next vehicle with Guadney Chevrolet as it will be worth $500 worth your next ride. Everybody is approved all month long here in the month of August. So check them out today. Guani Chevrolet right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. They got plenty of inventory. They got an award-winning sales and service team to take care of you in any way possible. There's no reason to be driving what you're driving now when you're not satisfied with it. Get you a vehicle that you love, that you can afford, and that you are going to enjoy for many, many years. And it's all going to be at Guani Chevrolet. Uh, you can also shop online at Guanichevrolet.com, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guani Chevrolet and Gunichevrolet.com. All right, it is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services, and appreciate Aaron Torres joining us in the previous segment. Appreciate everybody that's been listening in, and I know we've been talking about uh, a lot of people's uh, bad man or bad men of uh, Razorback football, especially since that's what Sam Pittman referred to as uh, Trajan Jeffcoat. But uh, had a lot of people uh, coming at us on it with the uh, Asher Record Life fan feedback. Even uh, Kit says. Lance Allworth, Quinn Grovey, Joe Ferguson, Boo Williams, and James Rouse on offense. And in defense, Raven Caldwell and Dietrich Wise Jr. So, uh, a lot of bad Another men. Another good list. Yeah, a lot of bad men there. And Savage says, uh, on Arkansas, give Mr. Brad Taylor and Fred Talley for offense. Zach Painter, there's a name I haven't heard in a while. And Lawrence Richardson for defense. So, again, that's what makes this uh, such an interesting topic of conversation is because you can... It's it's kind of a personal preference, really. Uh, you know, there's some that will probably be mentioned more than others, but overall it's just kinda like, you know, who's the first one that pops into your head or who's the one that you always liked that maybe not many people gave enough credit to. Uh, that's what it's all about. So even on our uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line, Kevin Toll continues to say Mark Pierce and uh forgot I think it was Jake and Cabot that also said Kiro Small. Forgot about him. He was a really good uh I guess a fullback, but he was versatile. Uh, yeah. Yeah, powerful too. Wonder, Strong. Is he still? Uh, is he still up in Michigan? Because I remember he was doing some strength and conditioning for them up there at Michigan. I'm not sure if he's still up there or not. He's he's, he's somewhere in the game still. Yeah, he was uh, up there with Ben Herbert, who of course was uh, of Arkansas before. So, yeah, a good amount of lists there uh, for sure. And folks, as a reminder too, just since again, 12 days away from Razorback football starting up, going to have the buzz tailgate party. The day of the game, September 2nd, right there behind Double B's at Fair Park and Markham, right there in front of the stadium at War Memorial. So be sure to, to come on out there. Do we know uh, exactly, because I got uh, asked about this, do we know exactly what time does it get going or start, or is it usually just in the morning, like, uh, come on and we'll be out there? I guess we probably need to get that nailed. Yeah, before I, uh... refer
5: to the website. It's yeah. usually, a, uh, what, the game is at 3? Yeah. So it usually is around 10 or 11.
3: Okay. And are they doing the uh, pregame show there? Or do they usually go elsewhere? Closer to the s- yeah yeah. I mean, it's changed over the years. Right, right. Because I, I was just getting asked these
5: questions. I was like, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta find that out.
3: But Trey uh,
5: and Baz, we can get those answers from them.
3: Yeah. Because what's what's the pregame show called? Because I know that fifth quarter show is the, is the, postgame show is the pregame show. Is it just the pre- Arkansas pregame show? I'm asking a lot of questions apparently. Uh, but yeah, it's it's got a unique name. I feel like, and I'll probably kick myself for not remembering it. But whatever it is. Uh, it's always, uh, starts four hours before kickoff. So at 11 a.m. I guess is when I'll start because they have a three hour IMG pregame show before that. So I at least know the time of that pregame show, but yeah, it'll happen at 11, but we're excited about looking forward to it and looking forward to seeing all the buzz listeners out there as, uh, we get it going. In fact, I was keep checking the weather to see, I know we're not completely, totally there just yet, but it, it could be okay because, uh, 10 days from now, the high is only going to be 91. So there you go. It could could get close to it. We could make that happen. Oh, well, there's Damon over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So Dame says
5: uh, Hogwild pre pregame show. That's what. it is. And does. then uh, Razorback pregame show from IMG is the Razorback broadcast. Right.
3: Yeah. So it's uh yeah they they've been doing it for a long time and uh yeah, it's working for them. Also from the uh, LC and Sherwood from the Southern Structural Solutions text Line it says hey guys I believe Carol Smalls with Brad Bielma as the strength coach. That would make sense up at Illinois uh, if he's up there, but. Yeah, appreciate that, and uh, and everybody uh, chiming in on it too. Uh, we'll have some uh, three and out and some uh, some uh, fun things too to to talk about. But uh, I also made the, wanted to mention this in the Razor Hog update. Saw that they landed an in-state kid. I thought this is so fascinating. So Wyatt Simmons from Searcy plays linebacker, six three, two hundred fifteen pounds. Uh, decided to commit to Arkansas. He goes to Harding Academy, which uh, I know is a, a very popular school, and a lot of people there in the area that are really happy for him. But here's the thing I don't understand. He's a three-star player, right? And when you see three-star players, it's it's fine or whatever. But he had scholarship offers to Clemson, Oklahoma, Miami, Florida State, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Texas, and Arkansas, and Auburn. I'm like, how, do, how, does, how does it become a three-star player when it seems like you have a scholarship offer to almost... Anywhere that you want to go to, (laughs) like I know that the rating systems are always kind of screwy as it is, but uh, and not that it matters. Three star, borderline four star, depending on which publication there is. I guess so. I I just laughed about that because I I saw that the fact that this is such a great like list of schools, and then it's like, "Ah, he's a three star." It's like, "Well, okay." well, everybody else at these schools, like some of these schools, don't offer, you know, three stars. You know, like Clemson and and Texas, like they're not just going out out of state, especially being like, I right, get that three star from Harding Academy. <laughs> it's like I think he, they have to be able to fill out the roster. Though. Oh, I know, but it's like maybe because your whole roster can't be made up of five and four stars. Yeah, it just seems like what the, those schools do it just crowds it in, and maybe after this, he'll get a bump that he deserves. But it's awesome he's coming to Arkansas, and it's awesome that. Arkansas was able to beat out a lot of those schools for him. But. Well, that's why he's gonna,
5: probably going to remain at the star
3: yeah. though. Because
5: yeah. sometimes location matters as far as if they're going to bump up this star
3: rating. Yeah, because oh, I think I saw somebody who uh, replied or commented on the 24-7 Sports article about him, and they said something to that ex- extent of like, oh, well, you know, because it's like a, quote, smaller school in Arkansas, doesn't maybe get as much coverage, doesn't get talked about as much, maybe they don't feel as strong about the competition, whatever it may be a lot of it has to do with the location and maybe why that that's why they gave him that rating. But nah, I think it's lame. Also, uh, from the five Oh one says uh, a dad is a college football coach. So he's highly high football IQ. See, that should even nice. give him more of a, of a bump. He's a four star in my book. Uh, not that uh, it matters and not that he cares, but, uh, good to see that he's, uh, being a part of Arkansas's roster this upcoming season. And, uh, I know also, uh, people are going to be, Getting their uh, fantasy football league started up, and talked about with Twin Peaks being the place to go and do your draft and, and everything. I guess we're doing one. The among a few of us here at the Buzz that Justin Acre invited us to. Is that what that was? Is that on my Did you sign up for it? Not yet. <laughs> I haven't done it yet. I just thought about it, but I need to. Is, is that what it is? Is it just? Uh, I don't want to try to like give out too much information. People are going to get their feelings hurt if they can get invited. But
5: yeah, it's um, it's one that it, it's. Some people in-house and then people outside of here.
3: Okay. so just a, It's like
5: a, it's a 10-team league.
3: Needs to is it on money? Do we have some money on, on? Uh,
5: As far as I know,
3: mm. Nate Bender is the commissioner on it. Okay. Oh, yeah. good oh, old Nate Bender. Yeah, I know him. Uh, also, uh, Kyle Sutherland, who uh, helps us out here on 103.7 The Buzz, he just texted me and talking about White Simmons. He says he, didn't get, he he didn't even get any offers other than Harding until summertime. He figured out how to put a highlight film together, and then uh, and that's how they found him. He doesn't even know how to run his own Twitter account. He's very simple. So I was like, hey, it's a good, good thing He's for a football him. Football player. mm mm-hmm. That's And now honestly, those are the ones that I always have a, a lot of respect for, especially kids these days. Not to say that every kid has to be on social media, but if you're someone who's not into that, like over the top, like you, you just focused, I guess, on other things or you do other things, that's pretty impressive, pretty unique in this day and age. So... And uh, then thank you for that, Kyle. That that would uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess his highlight film. I need to see his highlight film. I guess because if it's going that level of getting people impressed enough to drop everything and do some scholarship offers, he must be pretty legitimate. So uh, thanks, thanks for that. And then also from the eight seven zero continuing on uh, to talk about White Simmons, it says he has never gone to any camps or had any big offers until the highlight video. That has so, a lot to do with it too. Yeah, because there's camps like there's some camps that you actually can just like pay to go to and then there's camps that you get invited get invited to and anytime that you get invited to some of these big camps uh you're always going to get a a lot more attention uh brought to you and it's almost like a domino effect because as soon as say like one sec schools offers you then it's like oh oh, okay so who's this guy that they just offered that's how recruiting goes yeah it's it's pretty fascinating all it takes is one and the floodgates open and it all works out I think there's a lot of players that deal with that because I guess it's still the Elite Eleven is still the biggest like camp, right? For Quarterbacks for yeah. quarterbacks, um, and is that that's not okay? That's different. The Manning Passing Academy is that technically a camp, but also just for quarterbacks, right? Well, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, there's a few of them, a few of them that you can get. right the,
5: the difference with the Manning Passing Academy, you have a lot more quarterbacks involved. Elite Eleven, it's eleven, just strictly eleven. Is it still
3: uh, Trent Dilfer? Yeah.
5: Doesn't he he's a, co- a high school coach.
3: UAB, college, yeah,
5: college coach now.
3: Yeah, so but he doesn't do it anymore. Does he still do that? Because I feel like that would be like a conflict of interest or something, right? Yeah, something? he would uh, have a recruiting advantage. <laughs> he, he certainly would. He certainly would. Well, hey, if he's still doing it, kudos to him. But uh, yeah, it's cool for White Simmons though. He has a team in place. Yeah. Well, uh, UAB. When I think it was the it was, I was in Hot Springs for one of the uh, post game basketball shows. I remember seeing. Trent Dilfer there for some sort of coaches clinic just walking around it's like oh yeah that's Trent Dilfer wouldn't have known it he's like he's probably someone that wants to be more recognized for being the UAB football coach Phil's like no 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 that's Trent Dilfer (laughs) yeah Super Bowl winning quarterback Trent Dilfer for the Baltimore can never take that away from him absolutely not we're up against it got our final break coming up and then we're gonna have three and out get to some of the headlines storylines things we didn't get into close up shop get you ready for drive time sports and it's all coming up next stay with us Sports
1: fans and trivia fans, listen up. Brewskis is bringing sports trivia to Thursday nights. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., come play sports trivia at the best sports bar in town. 22-ounce draft beer specials and two-hour Plinko shots keep you from being thirsty, with plenty of pub grub options to keep you from being hungry, too. Arrive early and take advantage of the happy hour specials and stick around after trivia for the Thursday night karaoke party. So come check out all the new sports trivia every Thursday at 7 p.m. at Brewskis. your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning?
2: (laughs) With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri.
0: See Gary Elmore in Lone Oak, Justin Stewart in Malvern, or Drew Self in Hot Springs. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the Word. Double B's is a
5: growing Arkansas company with 34 locations in our state. Small local businesses are the largest employers nationally and create two out of every three new jobs. Buying locally at Double B's means creating more opportunities for local residents to work in our communities. When dollars are spent locally, they are respent locally, paying more salaries and building the local tax base. You want to keep Arkansas thriving and unique? Support an Arkansas-owned business like Double B's, which helps define our community's self-image and creates Arkansas pride for Kansans. Double B's is of Arkansas and for Arkansas. Double B's is where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's double bees.
6: Hi folks, it's Chris Zender here at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram in Sherwood. Everybody's talking about high prices these days. Gas prices, grocery prices, interest rates. It seems like everything costs more than it used to. But at Fletcher Dodge, we're fighting back against high prices and interest rates. We have employee pricing plus one point nine percent on all new Jeep Gladiators and one point nine percent on Jeep Compass. And here's the deal of the week two point nine percent financing for seventy-two months on new Rams. That's two point. 2.9% for six years on a new Ram. And we have 2.9% for 72 months plus $4,000 off new Jeep Grand Cherokees. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood for the deal of a lifetime on a new Dodge Chrysler Jeep or Ram. At Fletcher Dodge you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle free buying experience. So come see us and give us a chance to earn your business. Shop Fletcher Dodge and Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road or shop online at Fletcher deals.com
2: without a plan the future is just what happens to you in some ways you can't have a future without a plan because all you really have is what you're doing now and a hope that it all works out Don't gamble your financial future on hope. Tune in to the Get Ready for the Future show for straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money. Saturdays at 10 a.m., now exclusively on 103.7 The Buzz. Jimma Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC.
4: At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant deli. This week's special is spaghetti for only seven forty nine per pound, paired with seasoned green beans for
2: just four forty nine per pound
0: check out hogs meat markets monthly specials and meat packages at HogsMeatMarket.com. hogs meat market the steak people okay, is in the building their time
6: is done it's over
2: over did you say over
6: nonsense
2: i've not yet begun to defile myself
0: call kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone i play real sports i'm trying to be the best at exercising it's time for three and out it's been three hours and we are boom out of here
3: all right it is time for three and out a few headlines a few storylines a few things that we gotta dive into and uh some of it being sports related it's I laugh at uh, you know, with, with ESPN and Stephen A. Smith. Apparently he, this morning on first take, was reporting that uh, Stephon Diggs wants out of Buffalo. That's what uh, Stephen A. Smith was saying. But, of course, uh, earlier this summer, and I say earlier this summer, like three weeks ago, Stephon Diggs was asked if he still wants to retire as a Buffalo Bill, and he said 100% Yes. So, don't really know anything else about it. Don't know if there's actually anything true to what Stephen A. Smith was reporting. But if that's the case, that could be pretty problematic. But I'm sure we'll find out here very shortly if there was any legitimacy to Stephen A. saying that Stephon Diggs wanted out of Buffalo.
5: Ohio State is still looking to replace C.J. Stroud as their starting quarterback. He's in the NFL, and he was the number two pick overall. And the battle is still ongoing between Kyle McCord and Devin Brown. Ryan Day, head coach at Ohio State, says this college football, every year is a different story, every year a different challenge. Now they're going to have to keep pushing through, competing, and if it goes into the season, it goes into the season. He says that the staff is split right down the middle on the quarterbacks and who they feel like should be the starter.
3: Well, you know, it could be a lot worse. It could be like Missouri, where you're planning to start both Brady Cook and also play Sam Horn in the quarterback uh, battle in the opening game. Well, that's kind of what he's saying. He said if it goes into the season, it goes into the season. Uh, see, I, I, that always just makes me feel a little bit uh, uneasy if I'm uh, a fan of that team or any team that by the time starting uh, or the season starts that you still don't have a surefire uh, starting quarterback. But, hey, maybe it works out for them, especially for Ohio State. I feel like they'll be just fine without it. But uh, speaking of ESPN – We know that uh, a lot of things have been changing over there, and this story is kind of a twofold thing, or at least a two-parter. So, ESPN extended Scott Van Pelt's tenure uh, at the network, which is awesome. I love Scott Van Pelt; he's always great as what he's done. But as part of the new deal, he also has increased duties, as he will be the new host of Monday Night Countdown on ESPN. Uh, So he got that new deal, and I guess uh, at least in the part that Chuck always says from NBA on TNT, uh, working like a dog and not paying me. Well. It looks like Scott Van Pelt's going to be working like it all, but he's going to get paid for it as they gave him a new deal. So uh, kudos to Scott Van Pelt. It's awesome, and uh, can't wait to see him on Monday Night Countdown.
5: Julio Rodriguez of the Seattle Mariners. He has a new MLB record, 17 hits over the last four games. The previous record was held by Stock in 1925 for the Brooklyn Robins, and now the Mariners are having success as a team as they're only four games back
3: of the AL West leading Texas Rangers. So we know that Disney, the company Disney has been struggling mightily with their box office bombs and their theme park not paying out and of course uh, ESPN bleeding out money. It's just not been a very good time right now for Disney and there have been some reports out there or at least some speculation that industry analysts feel like Apple the company Apple should purchase ESPN for $50 billion in a move that would be extremely uh, unprecedented if that ended up happening. But because of the fact that uh, Disney is trying to look to cut some cost places, not saying it would for sure happen, but maybe Disney would listen or to an offer if Apple was to come forth with $50 billion for ESPN. I guess that's what it's worth. If it got it, maybe Apple could... Uh, make some changes and arrangements but who's to say what it would look like but that could be on the horizon if things continue to go south the way it has been for disney here recently and
5: only fans model had a gofundme that she sh- she set up shut down and it was going to benefit hawaii wildfire victims so what she did was she started a gofundme and uh for anybody who donated ten dollars or more and they could prove that then she was going to provide some content to them And once GoFundMe found out about it, they shut it down. She raised about $6,000 in a couple of days. And uh, they put that account into void. So she went on X and she says, GoFundMe took down my account, but... That isn't going to stop me from doing what I can to help the people of Maui. Mm.
3: Yeah, I don't know if if it's just who cares what the money is or where it's coming from. As long as it's money to help out a good cause, I don't see why they'd have a problem with it. And if
5: you want to look her up, her name is Mariah Casillas. Yeah, want spell that for me real quick.
3: No, I'm just <laughs> Uh so speaking of uh, some craziness, though. Britney Spears, uh, you know, has uh, divorced after 14 months or whatever, but she is sober, and in fact, uh, on her. Uh, On her social media, she had uh, just a bunch of random guys that were over to her house. And um, there was just a lot of things that were going on. And one of the most uh, viral moments of the party, the divorce party, if you want to call it that, uh, was a couple guys uh, licking her legs, like like the outside of her. Like just really uncomfortable, really weird stuff. And it's like, you know, Britney Spears... She's, she's, got some, she's got some things going on. she got some issues. I don't really know what's going on with her, but uh, I, w- I was looking at the guys, and I'm like, some people are just like, who would want to go to a party like that with Britney Spears? I'm like, man, you know how many guys, if they got invited to go to a party to Britney Spears' house, they're going to say yes just for the story of it all? But it uh, looks like, at least from that perspective, she's doing well. She's enjoying life. She's doing whatever she wants. But definitely a weird uh, video to see on social media. Michael Sarah says for the movie This Is The End that he was
5: slapped by Rihanna, and he said it was great. He said that she definitely hit me, and a fake slap doesn't look as good, so she had to hit me hard, but I enjoyed every moment of
3: it. Well, I keep uh, ripping on Disney, but that's okay because I'm not a huge Disney uh, fan, but either way, it, so we know Disney with their Disney+. Plus. Streaming services, and this goes for every streaming service that's out there, not just for Disney. But you know, they have release dates of shows and series, and sometimes they'll do it all at once, where the entire season comes out, and then sometimes they'll do it to where they have uh, you know week to week. Well, Disney, for whatever reason, and always continue to release their most popular shows weekly at 3 a.m. in the morning, so that way they're like, oh well, when you wake up, you get to watch it and everything. Well. It was a bad move all around. So now officially with their new, one of their Star Wars uh, series that's coming up this week, they've officially changed it to where it'll be released at 9 p.m. Eastern Time every single Tuesday. It's like, yeah, you know why you need to do it that way? is because that's how prime time works. It's how it's always been in the beginning. I know it's not conventional television, but you need to release it in the prime time when people can watch and people get excited about it. So they just now took them to find this part to where they decided to do it. So hopefully more streaming services follow suit because that makes it a lot easier on people.
5: Actor Ron Cephas Jones has passed away at 66. He's an Emmy award-winning actor. And uh, maybe his name isn't familiar and some of the movies aren't. But if you see his face, he's a recognizable actor.
3: So apparently a Thor 5 is happening with, uh, is it Taika Waititi? Did that you say his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: to dir- Rita Ora?
3: Yeah. He's directing it again. and I don't know why we need 5, but... Got to, guess, find some money for Disney someplace, and I guess the is the way they're going.
5: Yeah, it's about uh, about trying to make some more money, and they're mm-hmm. going to keep doing that. In Ohio, there was someone who went to McDonald's, and they ordered chicken nuggets. Well, they found an unusual item inside the chicken nuggets. It was a penny sitting inside the chicken nuggets. So they took a pic and,
3: of course, posted it on social media. Oh, it should be a lucky penny if you find it inside of a chicken nugget. Um, uh, real quick, though. Before we uh, dry, uh, let it, ha- had it happen for Drive Time Sports, no, he, I'm pretty sure he's going to mention it, but shout out to Randy Rainwater for 33 years here at 103.7 The Buzz That's today. big time. That is big time. And I guess it was also Robert's 15 years here? At, yeah. Yeah, think, Robert so. Davidson. Yeah, Robert Davidson, our sales guy. So I always like to give uh, Randy a hard time. He's been here for 33 years. He's been iconic. He's legendary. He's got it all started. He's got it all started, but... He's been at the buzz as long as I've been alive. So always like to make him aware of that. But uh, I'm sure he'll have some words to say about that as well as throughout Drive Time Sports. But we appreciate everybody listening here to Out of Bounds. Today, for Joe Franklin, I'm John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel. Tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. We got Drive Time Sports coming up next.
1: Hey, Central Arkansas, are you getting piggy with it and ready for some football? Donate blood with our blood institute at select mobile blood drives August 21st through the 27th for your chance to win one of two grand prize football packages that include a pair of September 2nd Little Rock game tickets, one night hotel stay and game day swag. All blood donors will receive a limited edition football
4: themed t-shirt and a free ticket to Magic Springs. So get out on the gridiron and support your community. Visit OBI.com.